Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this conversation, I'm chatting with Annabelle, who is a coach, a trainer, a meditation teacher, a wife, a mum. And what Anna knows is that we can grow through adversity. And she really shows us that in so many ways in this conversation to the point where I actually say, do you recognise yourself as being brave? Because it seems to me that you're really brave. And it's just a beautiful about that living in the moment, about having courage, about being courageous and about dealing with difficult feelings. You know, we all have them. We all have difficulties in life that we need to deal with. And that real calling to how can you just sit with it and grow through it and come out the other end of it, maybe not as damaged as you could have if you didn't deal with that. So I hope that you enjoy listening as much as I enjoy chatting with Anna. Anna, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. Tell us a wee bit about you. Well, my name's Annabelle and I'm a coach and trainer and meditation teacher. So that's what I do um, for work. And I'm also a mum to a 16 and a 20 year old and I'm carer to my husband, Alan, who has been um, medically retired since 1997. Right. Great. So tell us, what do you know for sure? What I know for sure is that we can grow through adversity. Yes. Oh yeah, I love that. I do I do love that because I believe that I do grow through adversity. Tell me, what does it mean for you? It's from my personal journey in life and also from meeting people in a in a personal capacity and also professionally and recognising that that how 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 um, consistently people find what they need within themselves. Mm-hmm. So in terms of life events that come along, probably the most significant for me was in 1997 when my husband had been ill for a while and he was diagnosed with MS three days before we got married. Mm. And so our lives turned upside down almost in a moment, even though we were kind of expecting some kind of diagnosis that would be life-changing. We actually thought it was a brain tumour. So we were preparing ourselves for a a wedding that didn't necessarily have a a future. It was just devastating. Mm -hmm. And um, we took some time just really a wee bit of time to to just take stock and go what are we going to do about this and my family were very supportive as was his did we want to delay the wedding and everything we both went no we're we're going ahead this is the life we've chosen even though we didn't know what would happen next and it's funny it's sometimes the practical things that come along like being told that he might not be able to walk um, if we went on honeymoon, we'd booked a honeymoon to Antigua mm-hmm. and uh, we'd been told that he might wake up unable to walk or unable to see or something like that that would be significant. Mm-hmm. So we were advised to cancel. So it was going through things like that, which I chose to do myself, that was processing it and mm-hmm. going, right, OK, let's deal with one thing at a time. I'll make the call. Then it was the wedding. Then it was what happens next and go back to work. That was probably one of the most difficult days. And, you know, my reflection now, especially years on looking back on it, is I was a pretty sensitive child. Like I used to um, put my hood up if it was windy and um, Mm -hmm. I have been known to have a wee greet when my socks fell down and things like Mm -hmm. that. And we joke about that now. But you know what? When when times are tough, well, I believe we all find what we need within ourselves. And and since then, um, we've had kids which we're really blessed by. And um, and also I've, I had a health scare myself when I didn't know for a, really a whole summer what was growing inside me. And, and I learned to live in the moment. And all of those things more recently, especially since 2015, I left my corporate job, which was relatively safe and secure, especially financially. 
yeah and decided to take the leap to become a coach and mm-hmm. and trainer and late, later on moved on to mindfulness because I believe that in living life to the full, I believe in and I've seen other people do it. And some of that's been connected with the work I've done. Some of it's just by paying attention and going, that was a wee spark in somebody. I, I can see that and almost like try it on and be inspired by even the smallest actions of other people. Yeah. And through things like that, we can live life a lot more simply, I believe. I mean, what you've just explained to me shows me a very brave woman. I don't know you at all. This is the first time we've spoken. But I think, you know, to be young, getting ready to marry, realising what's ahead of you, but doing it anyway, you know, yeah. to have that, that those scares, to have kids, to do everything, not knowing if, if your husband was always going to be in the game with you. Yeah. To chuck your jaw back and resonate. I did that three years ago too, so I get that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an awful lot of bravery. Did you feel? Do you feel brave? I, I suppose looking back now, I do. But there's a balance to that bravery that I see in other people as well. Yes. I believe we all have it. Uh-huh. Um, a word I use a lot is courage. You know, finding the heart to do something, even if it's just do the next small thing. Yes. And I, I believe in sort of following the path that opens up. So a, fo- a phone call to sort out a honeymoon that was cancelled became, I can do this. You know, I can turn up back at work and I can do my job and I can take on a career back then I didn't think I would be doing I thought I'd be leaving to um, have kids who are very much part-time uh-huh. working to look after my kids so there's been sacrifices along the way as well and that I think has taught me the courage to to get on with it and also to be with the difficult feelings to be with the emotions and it's a weird thing because we both reflect Alan and I both reflect that overall we believe we live a, a happier and more fulfilling life because of the perspective that this has offered us yeah. Because it's it's the the, the um, delight and shade of life, you know. You can't really have delight without the the mm-hmm. darkness. Not that we'd wish for any difficult things to come along, especially the most devastating things. And yet they're there, and, and we have a choice in how we respond to them. We're both still here. He's a lot worse now, physically and even cognitively. Um, he's a lot has a lot more challenges, and we just we keep going. And it's made it's meant that we've seized lots of moments to make memories an example being we went to Canada with my sister and her partner and our families in 2019 and we almost waited a year to save up a little bit longer to do it and my goodness we're glad we did it now <laughs> uh-huh. because we, we had a, a holiday of a lifetime before all the pandemic happened and I mean that's a whole year now for for all of us being in the, the situation we're in um, I even I even had COVID and it's only recently really been confirmed by my doctor I still have symptoms from that and especially fatigue mm-hmm. and again it's a case of just taking today what what do I need to do now and um, what do, what will I do next how do I respond to it um, and a lot of that is about curiosity and courage and being in the moment and 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 paying attention mm. I mean it certainly sounds like you've almost taken the road less traveled the road that most people would be scared of you know because if we deflect and I hope I'm not being too harsh in 1997, you know, the offer was there. Do you want to cancel the wedding? You could have walked away from the life you now love, couldn't you? I mean, you couldn't have because yeah. obviously you were in love. But you could have and your life yeah. would have been totally different. Or could have delayed it as well. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the fact was, and I actually remember having a conversation with my mother-in-law and I said to her, if I'd had to wheel him down the aisle in a hospital bed, I would have done it because that's just how it is. There was no question. And... I feel like we have an understanding as a result of that, that, you know, that that's my commitment. I was going, I was always going to do it anyway. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So when you reflect on that then, even though somebody else listening could think, gosh, that all sounds hard, that sounds like a, a difficult journey that you have been on. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't sound as if, poor me, I've been on a difficult journey. So is that a choice? I think it is. And yet I don't judge anybody else who's saying I'm having a hard time because I've said it myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. When I notice that I'm responding with thoughts and emotions as if I'm struggling, I pay attention because it's not my intention to struggle. It's my intention to stop and look after what I need and it's the same for our family and also that I've had a lot of fantastic support from my family and friends and and mentors and people who've trained me and so on so to me it's I I would say I I can see how I've grown through the challenges I've had Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not about being happy clappy and oh well just look outside the sunshine is shining and it's all fine actually it's very much taking stock of everything that's going on yeah and finding a way of getting up in the morning and doing doing something that that helps yeah. uh, and, and you know the thing that's got got me through the last year is going out and paying attention to what's happening out in nature um I, I think some people have probably fed up with the photos I've put on my newsfeed and things but I love to share pictures that I notice of like there's new buds on the trees this morning and to me that's the big wide world out there that gives a sense of perspective that yeah, you know, life has, has not been what I thought it was going to be, but it's been something else. And mm. and the richness, richness of that is incredible. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it. Mm. I love what you said about having that comparison between the darkness of life and actually it makes you a lot more grateful. And I really, really resonate with that, you know, as, as somebody who has had adversities, I still consider yeah. myself to be very lucky. Do you think that they made you who you are? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I have a strong sense that that was always going to be the case. That, mm-hmm. um, and and I believe that for anyone that life will take them on a, a sort of path. And it's it's really the basis of the book I've written. I called it Roots for Growth because it's about looking underneath the surface and finding what you need is already there. So the themes are resilience what I would call mindful living, which is mindfulness in its purest form and meditation and also things like noticing what's happening around you, being aware of your own thoughts and emotions and without judgment, but instead with curiosity and learning through your experiences and learning that we can grow through change and adversity, whatever kind of change that is that comes along. Mm-hmm. And it was meant to be three chapters, but it ended up being four because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I've written as things unfolded. I've written like, you know, it's April. We've now been in lockdown for a month and um, those kind of things, because it felt like that was part of the path as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've written about some experiences, being worried about Alan's health um, as they as they unfolded during that time as well. Because it's real. It's, it's acknowledging the truth of, mm-hmm. of experiences. Yeah. And see, pre-1997, did you know you were resilient? Not really. Mm. I would say I trusted that I always got through things and I very much, and I still do, drew on the support around me. I'm very lucky to be a twin. So we've always been right. great pals in all sorts of ways and, I, and we still are. And we can spot when the other one would be could do with a bit of support um, and celebrated and everything in between. But I would say I didn't have the perspective that, that hit me like a, a sledgehammer that day and mm-hmm. it changed from then on. And it was the same when I had my own health scare later on that um, I just thought, now, it's almost like sitting and having a, a big nod to yourself and going, right, well, this is it. This I've got a choice right now and I'm paying attention. Uh-huh. 
And so what is the future of, you've obviously, you've talked about your book, Roots for Growth, and we know yeah. that you're a coach and you're a trainer and you do meditation. You know, what does that future of mindful living and resilience and meditation, what does it look like for you? A word that comes to mind right away is creativity. So yeah. creating experiences, sometimes it's in the moment. So when I'm coaching somebody, we maybe find a wee spark of something and we explore it through um, like writing or drawing on pieces of paper, um, through like using the space in the room, depending on what environment we're in, because it's all online just now. But there's there's a lot you can do spontaneously with creativity and also in a planned way with creativity and um, definitely planning at least two more books and yeah. um, one of which is with a friend who I train in uh, NLP with so mindset type stuff about beliefs and an outcome focus that help people to create more of what they want in their life and to be you know fulfilled and, and find their own excellence that's what that's all about so we've got a book planned on that and I've got a second book similar to the first one and um, which I won't say too much about yet because it's very much in the early stages but I feel like I'm in the flow of something that I'll, I'll keep going with and that it's enjoyable and it's a lot of it's unknown. I'm discovering a lot as I go along. And that spontaneity to life and being in the moment has helped me to respond during times like yeah. COVID. Um, you know, hosting a session that I don't know what it's going to be about yet, but attending to whatever it is that people want to talk about or, um, you know, having resilience workshops that could be about any sorts of things. I love that facilitating in the moment and and um, often you find that people come together that they've got similar things they want to talk about mm-hmm. and uh, yeah going with the flow of life really and in a way that actually is, is strategic for business because I've, I've got every like all the different streams of work I do yeah. work together for um, for what I love to do and what I feel I'm best at that does make, I feel make a difference and that's a real sense of purpose for me to make a difference in the world according to what people need I listen to what people are saying yeah. I read what they're saying on social media and I write about that in blogs but also now in books I'm going to be daring and saying books plural even though uh-huh. I've only written one <laughs> great, great and you touched on the next thing I wanted to ask you there actually do you yeah. feel that this journey that you've had, that your life has been, has equipped you to deal better with the pandemic than some others? Yes, yes. And that includes being able to say, however you're feeling, that's okay. Just mm. sit, sit with it and, and, and notice how you are and give yourself the space and what can you, what learning can you take from it? So so being able to say, yes, I, I, you know, I, can, I know what that's like, I know what it's like to feel challenging feelings and to offer perspectives about big stuff that's happened in my life and I've, I don't think I've met anybody yet who's gone through life unscathed so it exactly. invites people to share their story as well yeah yeah thank you so much for coming on the podcast Anna thank you hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of what do you know for sure podcast if you would like to connect with me you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes ignite If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.